0: Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Are there any more poignant words than those? Both the sisters, Martha first and then Mary, say those exact same words to Jesus, spoken from their broken hearts when Jesus arrives after the death of their beloved brother Lazarus. Lord, if you had only been here... Our brother wouldn't have died. Where is God when tragedy strikes? It often feels as if God is absent. If you had been here, this wouldn't have happened, God. So, as always, the story from John's gospel is our story. It's a story of love and loss, bereavement and grief confusion, and hope. And ultimately, it's a story about resurrection, but we mustn't go there too quickly and leapfrog over the pain and the questions because there's so much we need to learn along the way. We all know a version of this story. We get news one day that someone we love is seriously ill, We try to be hopeful. We pray. We wait and see. We try to be there for them. We want to be positive because it would feel disloyal not to be. It would feel faithless if we assumed the worst. But sometimes the worst happens and death comes, unwanted, unwelcome, too soon. We all know this story. Today at St. Aidan's, it's a story that includes Alan, our sexton for so many years, an unwanted death too soon. And there are so many others. Death slides into the room, and we're powerless to stop it. But couldn't God make it stop? Lord, if you had been here... They wouldn't have died. When Lazarus dies, his sisters are devastated. The three of them were close friends of Jesus. They would have all been in their late 20s or early 30s. And now Lazarus has died. And Jesus didn't even hurry to get there and save him. If only he had. If only he'd been there Couldn't he have saved Lazarus? He's the one who's been healing people. He's been making blind people see and lame people walk. And Martha comes out to meet him. Martha and Mary are such caricatures in a way. Martha's always bustling around, speaking her mind, while Mary holds back. So Martha goes to meet Jesus before he's even arrived, and she gives him a piece of her mind. If you had been here, if you hadn't been late, if you hadn't waited, my brother would not have died. And Jesus replies with religious words, I would call them. Your brother will rise again. It's like the message inside a religious condolence card. Death is not the end. Take comfort from your belief in life after death where all will be reunited. I know, says Mary, I know. She knows what she's supposed to believe. I know he'll rise again in the resurrection on the last day. She's saying the correct thing, but it's not any comfort. It's not any comfort. And then come the words which are the heartbeat of this story. Jesus says to her, and Jesus says to us, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. He's not talking abstract theology. He's talking relationship He's talking about resurrection and life, inextinguishable life, that have their origin in an encounter with him. Believing in Jesus doesn't just mean holding certain things to be true. Yes, I believe in the resurrection, Martha says. Believing in Jesus means coming to know in your heart what it is to live in him a different kind of life, a life that's immersed in God, where you are always held in love, and nothing, nothing can change that. St. Paul said, it's not even me that's alive, it's Christ living in me. It's as if when we come into this union with Christ our own life becomes secondary to a much greater life, a life that death cannot touch. Now, this doesn't take away from our humanity. It doesn't reverse death. When Jesus continues on and Mary meets him, he sees her deep grief, and it evokes his own grief. He weeps. And the bystanders say, wow, see see how much he loved Lazarus. But some of the others say just what Martha and Mary say. Couldn't he, who opened the eyes of the blind, have kept this man from dying? There's that question again. Why can't we be protected from death? As John tells the story, he's telling us something at two levels. At one level, yes, it's a miracle story. We know it's going to end with Lazarus being raised. It's a story to show who Jesus is, the Son of God, the Messiah, the incarnate Word, someone with the power to raise from the dead. But at another level, John is telling us that Jesus himself new life. Jesus himself, as we come into a relationship with him, is resurrection. Believing in Jesus means living in Christ, entering a new kind of life that even death can't touch. It means knowing yourself and all those you love to be held forever in God's love no matter what. We often think of God as being in heaven, separate from the world, but willing to intervene, willing to miraculously change the course of events from time to time if we're truly blessed. That's why we pray. That's why we hope. But it's also true, as Jesus taught us and as Jesus embodied, that God is not... Separate from us, removed in heaven, God is with us always and everywhere. And in the most desperate situation, God is not absent, but is already there, working the work of love which flows under what we see happening on the surface And faith is gradually having the eyes to see what is going on under the surface. Faith is gradually having the heart that knows and trusts what God is doing under the surface. Jesus opens our eyes and our hearts to this deeper truth, a truth about God with us, And what that means in our daily, wonderful, tragic, ordinary lives. Elsewhere in John's Gospel, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. And in the Eucharistic prayer we're using at the minute, we say, Jesus is the way we need to follow and the truth we need to know. He's also the abundant resurrection life that he longs for us to experience. That life that he said to the woman at the well is like a spring of water welling up inside us, sustaining us through the very worst that can happen, sustaining us even when death comes into the room and we can't stop it. That deeper life in Christ is constantly there. In the story, as it goes on, it's almost irrelevant that Jesus raised Lazarus. Lazarus just has to die again later on, as we all do. Death is part of life. It comes in unpredictable ways. But life in Christ, life in this God in whom we live and move and have our being, is more than just avoiding death or leapfrogging over it. That kind of life, that kind of faith, is what enabled the first Christian martyrs to face their death singing, singing, not braced and fleeing but able to face it with a joyfulness that still God held them in his hands. It's the kind of faith that makes St. Paul say somewhere else, death has lost its sting. Death is always going to be with us, but it loses its sting when we begin to see that flowing under what's happening is this inextinguishable life that is offered to us. That's the kind of faith then which can be at the deathbed of a loved one and still have a sense that God is there, that love is never wasted, never lost. In two weeks' time, we celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus. And for us, it's the ultimate sign of God's love, of God in Christ being with us in that darkest, most terrible hour. Nothing can separate us from God's love. So we hear those words, we, f- we speak them sometimes. Lord, if you had been there, but can we hear what the response is. I was there, I am here, I will always be here, no matter what. I am the resurrection and I am the life, the life that death can't extinguish. When you believe this, when you know this in your heart to be true, then you will discover eternal life.